Well, as always, we all want to make a big impact, but you know, today we're going to have something a little bit special. I've got a remarkable entrepreneur who really has made a huge impact since she was 19 and just, you know, the, the different businesses she's done, but most importantly, helping fellow entrepreneurs like yourself really make a difference and scale up. I mean, I, I love what she works on, you know, multiplying your revenue. That, that just brings uh, joy to me, creating more freedom and giving your business that really the true fulfillment that we're all looking to do. And as she's done this, I mean, one of the things that's, we always like to be acknowledged by our fellow entrepreneurs, and she's been acknowledged by Self Made Magazine as one of the top women entrepreneurs who inspires. And I met her at Joe Polish's mastermind group, and I can tell you that it wasn't just women that were inspired. Everybody was inspired. You will meet her in a second. Stay tuned, and you're gonna see how you can scale your business up, accelerate your success even more. I'm John Bowen, CEO of AES Nation, and we are off. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Allison, I am so excited to have you here. I mean, you, everybody, when we were at Joe's group, they, you know, they're surrounding you, and uh, you were you know, providing a lot of in, inspiration and insights through all the, you know, the, really what you've done as well as the coaching and mentoring you've done. So I am really feel privileged to have you with our audience today. Ah, thanks, John. That's sweet of you. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's, let's go in. You know, I mean, you've been a best-selling author. You got a new book just around the corner that we can't talk about yet, but I'm excited to read it. And, and we're going to really focus in on scaling up because you help so many entrepreneurs do, do that. And I had a chance to look at your website. I saw all the testimonials of all the people doing that. But before we go into kind of the lessons you've learned in your own businesses and helping others, I'd love to get the backstory of, you know, how did you get here you know i always kind of start off you know at five did you imagine yourself as an entrepreneur doing all this and you may have your dad was a very successful entrepreneur uh you know i don't really think that i had any clue <laughs> at five but um i do feel that i was definitely uh blessed to be born in a very entrepreneurial family and as you mentioned, uh, with my dad, he was my biggest mentor in my life. And he built the largest chain of women's clothing stores that were privately owned in the United States from 1955 to the early 80s. So quite a great run there. And I have all these memories of kind of hanging on his coattails, going from store to store and seeing him just, you know, go in and love what he did. He had such a passion for his work. And uh, I just um, I, I, I just thought, I want to do this. You know, I didn't quite know what it was. But uh, at the essence that I got from my dad really was, if you want something, go create it yourself. And so at age 19, I started my first business when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And it was just to make a few extra bucks. Uh, and uh, doing greeting cards for and poems for people and I, I was making some extra cash 
And then people just started asking me, you know, I don't need a poem, Allison, but do you do brochures? Do you buy radio? Do you do television? And I would just kind of hear my dad's voice in my ear and he would say, you know, if someone asks you to do something, even if you don't know how to do it, just say yes yeah. <laughs> and figure it out. Uh, we've all been in that position before. Well, if they're willing to write a check for you, then definitely that's something to at least consider. Yes, definitely. Uh, it has to be worthwhile, of course. But, you know, that's really how it took off. I had no idea what I was doing, but uh, it was kind of trial by fire. And uh, that's how I got into the entrepreneurial game. Well, and, and how did you move from kind of the agency type business, if I, if I read correctly, to kind of what you're doing now? So in that, you know, I built a full service advertising and PR firm. It's called the Borali Group, uh, based in San Diego. And clients I, were Ben and Jerry's, Supercuts. Uh, you know, it was, it was a crazy time, right? And I was making a lot of money and the business grew very fast. And I was young and just somewhat clueless as far as business went. Uh, and what happened was I ended up really hitting a wall. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've experienced this, you being in uh, business and those I, of you. I was a lot smarter when I was younger, you know. It's, oh, really? Yeah. That? Okay. Well, what yeah. happens is you're, well, I don't know if this was the case for you, Allison, but I was a lot, very confident young. I had a bunch of success early on, too. And then kind of all of a sudden everything hit. And uh, you learn that there's a couple of things you didn't do in building the foundation, but some great lessons learned. Oh yeah, and I'm so grateful for that time now. And it, it was, wasn't planned this way, but my first business was a marketing company. So I was able to apply those skills. You know, marketing is everything in business. Um, but I did not, I, I was building business flying by the seat of my pants. And there's only so many hours in the day, right? And uh, I just really fell apart. I ended up having a terrible car accident and it was just a, a big wake-up call for me. It was a miracle that I survived. My daughter was young then, and I just, I walked away from everything. And it, it was pretty abrupt, kind of shocked a lot of people. And I said, okay, I'm gonna do this over, and I'm gonna build it on my terms, and I, I've gotta get the systems and the processes and the strategies and really treat this like a solid business. So, um, so that really changed everything for me. No, that's great. I mean, the, the one thing, I mean, so often, you know, all of us kind of wish that we could do a do-over along the way. I mean, that's, and you know, this is one of the things that experience and, and having challenges along the way, and then really having the privileges you do of coaching so many, you know, successful entrepreneurs on scaling up, uh, it's, it just really makes a difference. And, and that's why I wanted to have you join us. And one of the things, Allison, you know, I'd love to hear, you know, I was going over kind of, you know, the way you organize your thoughts. And one of the things in helping business owners you're really big on is this clarity of vision. And maybe, you know, I am sure that everyone, whether they're watching this podcast or listening to it, you know, you, uh, you're, you know, we want, we all, I'm working on scaling up our business now. These are, these are, there's so many opportunities to not do it right. I mean, what would be some of the guidance that you would share? 
Well, I think, you know, kind of like what I did earlier, you jump into business for one reason, but you grow a business for another reason, right? And so oftentimes the business owners get stuck still working the business the way they did when they started. So what has to happen to really scale up, John, is that you have to have a clear vision of where you're headed, which sounds so basic and we all know that, but how many people, how many business owners really take the time to step away from their business and create a clear strategic vision? And that is the, the deeper why, what this is all about, what kind of team do you wanna create? You know, what are the revenue streams and how are they impacting people? And where do you wanna be in the next three to five years uh, for leveraging your company and just really breaking it down? And not only does that help you know where you're going and remind you when you have those stressful times, but also that's how you're gonna attract high level people on your team. It's how you're gonna motivate your team. It makes your clients feel like that they're part of some, you know, bigger mission, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think that is the first place to start. And I don't know necessarily we know those things in the early years of business, but as we get in further, then we say, okay, where do I really want to take this company? Well, and you know, Allison, one of the things that I find in, you know, it, as we're starting businesses, it's not that hard to have the vision when there's nothing there. You, you at least, you know, you put, I'm in Silicon Valley, so you put together a little abbreviated business plan of what you're going to do. But what I find is we start having success, you know, usually, you know, we're good at something We're you know, I'll use Michael Gerber's e-myth, you know, we're a good technician in whatever we do. I grew up on the financial services side, you know, you're, you, it sounds like on the marketing agency type and everybody's got something they were good at and we kind of run with that business oftentimes. And then we reach that, you know, inability to go much further on ourselves and, and, or maybe we have some breakthrough success, which can even be more dangerous. And what happens is as we have more success, more opportunities, and we start doing a lot of everything. And you know, the vision gets really cloudy, not only for ourselves, but for those around us. You know, how do we, you know, you talked about stepping away. How do we do that? Because I mean, you know, we're so busy doing it, doing it, doing it type thing that getting that clarity is just critical. So we can focus. Yeah, you know, we all know we should focus, focus, focus. But, you know, if we're not clear what we're focusing on, it gets difficult. Right. And there's more distractions now than ever. Um, you know, I'll just give you an example. One of my clients, um, actually a couple own this construction company and they build these big refrigeration um, uh big refrigerators that go like into Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. So they're major projects. And in the, uh, they'd been in business for 10 years when they came to work with me and they were just doing a lot of everything. They were caught working in the business and they were thinking very small. And so their revenue had kind of capped out at a certain level and just wasn't growing. And so when we, I was able to work with them and my team and get them to step away from it, you know, through our mentoring, through our events and things like that, uh, we began to put the infrastructure in place. And so they are now in the level of CEO working on the business. They have, you know, more of a senior team and project managers. 
But the big shift that happened was that they began to see themselves as leaders and they began to go after bigger deals. So instead of going after the you know $100,000 jobs, they're going after the million dollar jobs and up and they're being seen now in their within their industry as one of the bigger players. And it's just, there's such a shift that has to happen. I, and I think it's really mental is, is the first thing that has to happen. But when you have that vision and then all of a sudden you see the possibility like, wait a minute, like I really could build a business like that. And then things, you know, begin to follow suit. But you, you can't do it in the weeds of your business. You can't do it 30 minutes over lunch or a meeting in the evening. You really have to take the time away. And that's the fear that business owners have is stepping away. But if you can take those two, three days even, mm -hmm. uh, that will just really change the course of your company. Well, and I, I find, Allison, that what happens is, you know, if you're this good technician, you can build a business depending on how hard you work, what niche it is, you can kind of muscle it to somewhere between a million and five million of revenue. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's a nice business and you can have a, a, you know, a nice livelihood, but at the same time, you know, that's not scaling, that's not really a business, you're thinking small. and And one of the biggest things is, as you said, is, you know, getting that clarity of vision, that focus, you know, the one thing that we're going to do really well and being able to step up. But another thing I, I love that you talk about is this whole concept of, you know, because we can't, once we start scaling up, we can't do everything uh, on our own. I mean, the, we have to have other people. And I, I love this concept that you have of hiring forward. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, most business owners or companies will begin to hire when they have maxed their bandwidth. You know, like I'm so overwhelmed or people are making mistakes and things are falling through the cracks. Usually and a little late they're doing yeah. it too. At the last, last minute type thing. Yes, exactly. And then they and then what happens is you're desperate when you hire and you don't take the time to really find the right people uh, and regret it later. So hiring forward, what that means is to think, where do I want this division of my company to go? You know, what is a revenue stream that we really want to take off? Or is there another level of care we want for our customers so that we can um, increase our retention? And we just, even though we don't necessarily have the business there yet, we hire the person and we put them there. And what that does, is like, it's like, um, you know, watering, a flower, you know, and it just, it grows and it blossoms. So you're, you're hiring forward, you're putting there with the intention that that is going to grow. And that's, that's been really successful for, for my company and also for our clients. Yeah, I, I have tried it both ways uh, where, you know, it's crisis mode. I had a business uh, in the investment world growing at 70% a year and we were just constantly doing it. And, and I had such a good COO, but we were having a hard time hiring forward. And, and that just created this whole problem. And we hit the pause button for a while on the growth and then restarted. And, mm -hmm. and we ended up going full cycle and it was really my most successful firm by doing that. And, Today, you know, the, I, I just, I am big believer. I, have, I don't use the term hiring forward. I will use it now though, because I, I love it. And Yeah, go ahead, cheers. Well, <laughs> well, I'll give attribution to Allison, but you know, the part that I really like 
is I can just think of all the I brought in the last 90 days about 10 people and we didn't really need you know any single one but what we are scaling up and I wanted them and I think the analogy of the uh, flower going and we're giving you know they're now we're just really starting to hit that curve and they're all you know at the various levels but they're they're really hitting their stride and they understand the business they're going to be able to contribute versus putting them in the middle of the fire and you know hoping they survive along the way right and you know we've all done that and i'm not saying that that doesn't still happen because you know the growth can catch up with you all of a sudden uh, but uh, but yeah i think that's really more preparing for growth and planning to scale well one of the things i, I want to touch about because you know as we're talking about scaling up and and i think this is a big one and and so many of us really struggle with this is our role as an entrepreneur i mean we're we're going and we're thinking you know I, i'm the boss i've gotta you know i've got to make this all happen and you have this whole concept of being a leader not a boss and there's a pretty big distinction you make. So why don't you share that with us? Because I, I think that is one that so often, particularly when we're overwhelmed, we miss out on. Right. Well, what I know for sure is what motivates and inspires me is when, when I see a leader that is empowering others instead of, you know, telling them what to do. Uh, I mean, we all know that, that idea of, you know, you can take a horse to, to water, but you can't make them drink. But you sure could inspire them to gallop if, you know, if they saw the big field in front of them. Uh, so, you know, I know that's how I like to be and around people like that as well. So I've really had to work on that. I don't know if it's necessarily natural. And I remember the shift for me when there was a time in my company, I remember looking out at my employees thinking, I have no idea what they're doing and they have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> you know. We're operating in our own silos. And uh, so when I finally let them into my brain and, and the vision of the company and, and how important their role is in the growth of the company, uh, it's as if, Everybody then can come together and build this vision together. But that's not from a boss giving orders. That's from a leader that inspires and empowers. And, you know, that can also include stretching people to do things that they don't think that they're capable of. You know, uh, I've definitely done a lot of that. I mean, I want to see my team members, my employees grow as human beings, as individuals, not just within my company. Well, and it's, you know, one of the things that it's such a freeing thing for entrepreneurs. I mean, it's, to me, it's amazing because I, I was kind of more the boss, you know, my early years and, you know, telling people what to do. And I'd like to say I was reasonably intelligent and knew what they should do. But the answer was, I'm not sure I was either type thing. And then, <laughs> you know, when you give them that vision, you help provide it, you enroll them in the vision, then and then really unleash them. If you have, and particularly if you've hired forward 
Boy, you know, they come up with so many different ways. I mean, I'm just today, you know, I made some really surprises in my businesses of some new things that my team has come up with. And, you know, and, and that's so freeing. I mean, because we're under so much pressure as entrepreneurs and we want to take everything on our own. And you know what? Stop it. I mean, you know, it's amazing yeah. when you unleash that power. Well, you're keeping your business small if you're doing that. And, you know, I've definitely been guilty of that many, many times because we can, you know, we worry. It's our baby and we don't want the mistakes to happen. But if you think about it with your own children, if you are micromanaging your children, they will never spread their wings to fly. They will never have the ability uh, or the privilege to see what they're capable of. Yeah, so that's great and, and they you know we are all kids hanging out together in business as well one of the things i want to do you know we were talking about how we're you know just so focused on you know just doing it and you know the day-to-day -day and getting everything done hitting the numbers delivering these world-class experience to our clients because you know capitalism does work if we the more value we deliver to the right people the more successful the team is but one of the things that you do, and you lead great events doing this, and, and certainly on the coaching side, is telling people to step away uh, from their business. And um, tell me a little bit of how you frame and think through that stepping away and why it's so productive. Right, well, when you are uh, within your business, I mean, you know, just in the last hour, let's say, at my company, I was doing like three things at once, handling phone calls, emails, uh, you know, having a meeting with somebody over here, right? And we're, we're natural at doing that. But that's, that's not where the big leaps happen. The big leaps happen when you literally are away for, from your company, and this is what we do with the, with the entrepreneurs that we work with, and uh, you know, we have events that we lead throughout the year, but you're in a creative bubble. And you know, you're there for two, three days, and and then the ideas start happening, like after day one, after day two, and you begin to see your business in a whole new way. So the things that frustrate you, uh, the things that are keeping you small or challenging you, you're able to see that more 30,000 foot view and go, oh, now I get what I can do. All I got to do is move this over here. Or I didn't even think about this whole other revenue stream. We're missing, you know, thousands of dollars over here. Uh, and it's also a way to get re-engaged with your own vision and re-inspired. That's important. And of course, connect with other uh, business owners that get you. You know, I mean, you know that. That's that's super well, important, well, right? This is, this is something that, you know, what I, I love Allison, as you walk the talk too, because I mean, we're, we're both, we met at a mastermind group that we're, you know, fellow CEOs coming together and, yeah. and we're going outside of our industries and, you know, we're bringing back to, I, I just had a master, my mastermind group of financial top, you know, world-class wealth managers, 230 at a meeting in San Francisco for three days. And it was just phenomenal. And by getting you know together in a group like that, just the synergies and hearing from their peers, what's working, what's not, is just so powerful. And you know, as you said, you, you can't. You know, the phone is ringing. You know, the people. You got a line <laughs> outside your office. It, it doesn't happen that way. You yeah, know, unless you get you out. Need to, yeah, you need to be able to think, right? And then there's other, There's also two 
is there's something magical ha that happens. Like if you and I are talking and we're brainstorming on your business, for instance, because I'm not emotionally connected, I'm a, and I'm able, I'm a, an um, observer. I'm able to see the big picture where you're not because you're so in it. And I might say, hey, John, did you did you think of this? Right. Or you might say, oh, I heard you say that. And that sparked a whole new idea for me. Right. So well, and I'm a big believer. I, I didn't mention this to you, Allison, but I spend over 100,000 a year going to these type of events you know, like yours. And the reason what I do that for is not because um, I don't have anything else to do in life. It's it's I just find that every time I do that, there's I'm getting better clarity, you know, kind of the, the getting clear on the vision. What you know, I want to build a, a businesses that are going to support the quality of life for all the stakeholders. So, you know, my enlightened self-interest myself, but my teammates and obviously the clients, strategic partners and that type. And it's only by going out that I, you know, I see and I, oh, wow. And because we all know that we have to continue to grow, you know, it's either grow or die kind of thing, you know, right. days of just being level and hanging in there. It's, it's pretty ugly, but you know, yeah. one, one of the thoughts that I wanted to ask you about, cause you know, you, you and I both talk about influencers and, and you know, how do our fellow entrepreneurs use you know, their relationships with influencers and, and you know, like yourself and others. Right. Well, I think it all comes down to relationships. Uh, when you meet somebody for the first time, whether they are somebody influential or not, you're not going to come up to them and say, hey, will you do this for me? Right. I mean, you might, but actually, I would say a lot of times I've had somebody come up and say that. No, yes. Yeah. Right. And you're you're a little turned very, off. Well, so. very seldom do I do it, too, which would be the other yeah. side of it. So it's it's about making friendships. And, you know, that's the fun part anyway. And, and it takes a while to kind of nurture those relationships uh, and offering support. I, I always come in mind with how can I support you? What can I do for you? And I believe in karma as well. And, you know, just really putting myself in the right places, investing in, in my business, in myself, uh, has opened so many doors for me. Yeah. You know, uh, just the people I've been able to meet and the introductions that I've had, whether that's helped me with, you know, book publishing or, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur magazine or getting people on my stage, you know, that that I really admire as well uh, is all from that idea of building relationships and giving, but putting yourself strategically in the right places. Yeah, I, I call it strategic stumbling that we're being thoughtful in the direction we're going. We can't plan out everything that, you know, yeah. life. But as we do that, you know, these opportunities present themselves when you, you know, you let, you know, you, you share your vision with not only your teammates, but others, these influencers, and, you know, you're looking to help them first and to the extent you can create value. Oftentimes there's an ongoing conversation that, you know, there, there's some synergies. And if there's not, oftentimes they can point you in a direction to a resource, a partner, that can change your life. I mean, you know, for most of us, one strategic partner could change your your business life. And and I mean, I'll go to the extreme, Allison. I had a, a, fr a good friend, uh, still friend, and 
you know, he ran into somebody that was looking to acquire a business in, the, he was Canadian in the States and they had the eighth largest financial service firm. And I, I had a really fast growing one. And he says, let me, you know, uh, go ahead and set you up with a call with John. And he did. And the, the guy bought us for many millions of dollars. And actually Steve charged him $150,000 for the phone call. He said, can I get a little finder's fee if the deal closes? He says, what do you want? I said, 150. And he literally just handed him the phone. So right. there's value created everywhere by doing this stuff here. Oh, right. Yeah, and, and exactly. Because what happens is you build a trust and you get to that level, you really want to help other people, you know, and give back. And it, it does. I know I've had introductions like that that have transformed my company. So if people are questioning, should I take the time to step away? Should I, you know, invest and do that? Uh, well, unless to. you want to have your business take 10 times longer to grow and struggle a lot more, if that's what you want to do, well, then don't don't do that. But. Well, let's let's go to the next segment. I want to go to resources because I am sure everyone is really thinking, you know, there's some huge opportunities here that they can turn to. And Allison, I'm going to put up your website for those who are on the video uh, podcast. If you're on um, the audio version, you remember, you can always go to AES Nation. I'll point to it above my head here. AESNation.com will have the transcription. And there's so many great points, but you get tons of resources. I mean, you have a very thoughtful and well done uh, website. So tell us a little bit about it. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, you know, you've got my website address there, alisonmaslin.com. And we, let's see, we have an online television show that we run every Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific. And uh, you can get it right there on my website, you'll see. And we also stream live onto Facebook. And we have incredible guests. We'll have to have you on my show, John, well, uh, on I there. Welcome that. I, was, I was watching videos and you do a first class here too. Oh, thank you. We've built a really cool studio at the office. In fact, we're going to be shooting later today. And um, we have, you know, I've been on in Forbes and Success and Entrepreneurs. So I've got all a lot of articles of mine that are that are there as well. And then there's also talks about our our mastermind, which is Pinnacle Global Network. So you can get all the information there. We work with business owners all over the country. So, yeah. Well, the other thing I want, you mentioned to me before we turned on the camera, and I'm going to put it up on the screen because I, I thought this was, I mean, I think the events are great, and but a great way to just to get to know Allison beyond the podcast is uh, tell us a little bit about the CEO Business Growth Kit. I've, I've got that yes. online as well. Right. So, you know, we work with business owners on two levels, whether it's they are in the building phase or in the growth phase. And my, I, I'm, I'm guessing the people watching this are really in that scale growth phase. And so I'm going to give you a free training. You can get it right from my website there. And it's a five video training where I really break out my, I call it the scale it method and which is strategic vision, cash flow, alliance of the team, leadership and execution. And you're basically your whole blueprint to scale. I've got charts. I'm super visual, uh, and uh, that's that's my gift for you. 
No, I really appreciate it, Allison. And let me go to the last. I want to just share the key takeaways that I have, and I, I'd recommend you know, really that you go and execute. Now, you can always go to AES Nation, get the transcript. There have been a lot of little subtle things. These are things that many of us as entrepreneurs know, but quite honestly, Allison, we're not doing them. I mean, getting clarity on vision is just so important. And, it, and particularly as you have more and more success, it's harder and harder. And, you know, you're focusing on kind of working always toward that vision and building that business to support the quality of life that you want for all stakeholders, your clients, your customers, the teammates. And, you know, we talked about, Allison talked about systems and process and rebuilding, but none of this works unless you get clear where you're going. Uh, also, uh, a term that I'm going to uh, repurpose and I'll give attribution to Allison too, as I love this hiring forward. Uh, nothing great is ever created without, you know, someone else helping you. And that, that's so important. And it's, you know, hiring them before you need them and cultivating them and having the team cultivate them so they're really part be a leader not a boss boy this is a hard learned one for all of us and you know if you're still in that uh command and control troll mode you know you've got so much freedom if you'll follow allison's advice and stepping away from the business and a great place to do it is with allison i mean i just allison this is the first time we met but i i gotta tell you saw all the uh, fellow entrepreneurs around you and uh, that knew you and they were looking for advice and had been to events and it and really the end it's, it's all about relationships and this is the only way we we can really make a difference so Allison I want to thank you again for being a guest and, and sharing your insights and really make a difference for everyone out there let's go out and make that difference your clients all those future clients and customers are counting on you don't let them down. Execute, execute, execute. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.